friends, and welcome to Grace Radio. This is Pastor Frank. I'm with my friend Ray Inman. We're here to share today. We've had a few things on our mind, and I'm sure with everything the world is going through right now, there is much trial and tribulation. So I thought it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about tribulation, and we have to judge ourselves from that as to how to deal with it, how we should pray, how we need to trust God about all of these things. Tribulation is something we can't do without. In other words, we'll always have tribulation in our experience in life. And especially as a believer, there's no getting away from it. We will have tribulation. Now, there's a passage here to begin with that I would like to share with you that I often think about. It was Jesus who spoke in the Gospel of John and in chapter 16, and I believe it's verse 13. 33. 33, I'm sorry. Verse 16, John 16 and verse 33. Jesus said, now listen closely, this is important because it's a direct word to us as Christians. Jesus said, in the world you shall have much tribulation. But be of good cheer, because I have overcome the world. Well, Ray, this gives us plenty of things to talk about. For one thing, Jesus made a promise. He gave us a a factual statement. He said we shall all have tribulation in our life. So, That doesn't mean that Christian is an easy thing. No one likes tribulation or trials, but they happen, and we can't escape that. The whole issue here is how do we deal with it, and how do we trust God about it when a tribulation comes our way? Now, another word for tribulation, Ray, would be trials. We all have trials. Tribulation means problems. And I believe, and I think you, well, I'm sure you do too, Ray, that right now the world has much tribulation. And there's a much greater tribulation that is prophesied in the Bible, which means that before the world goes through all of this that we're going through, it's promised that the world shall suffer tribulation. I think in many ways right now, Ray, even just scanning the uh, computer this morning, I ran into a news item or heard a news item that California has all kinds of problems right now with snow, and that's very unusual. But I think many would say that seems to be an indication that we're living in the last times. We don't normally expect all kinds of snow in California. We do here on the East Coast, but not in California. What do you think about that, Ray? Does that have to um, relate to tribulation in the world? It must be really a difficult way for people to live in California right now. They're not used to that. Well, I imagine, Pastor, that the people in California, like you say, are not used to that. Do they even have a shovel? That's right. I mean, do they have snow plows? Do they, yeah. you know, it, mm-hmm. it's a, 
it's a hard time right now for a lot of those people in there. And yes. as I understand, they've lost power, which is just about cripples you. In today's age, when you lose power, you lose access to, to all utilities and right. everything else. It's, That's true. It's a hard thing. But I think that if you keep your eye on Jesus, like Jesus said in that statement that you just made, in John sixteen thirty three, fear not, I have overcome, overcome the, the world. world. So even yeah. if it is the last times, now we have to admit ourselves that all the way down through the generations, mm -hmm. that each generation has indeed said, boy, this looks like the end times. This looks like the end times. This looks right. like the end. All the generations down through has indeed yes. kind of felt that way. Yes. But it seems to me, and of course it's an opinion, uh, I don't know. The only one that knows when the end times is coming is God. That's right. But it seems to me everything is in place for it to be the end times. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I, I feel the same way as you do, that the way things are in the world socially, politically, religiously, it's all tribulation. And morally, that's where it is. This, this world is morally bankrupt. Oh, that's for sure. Morally sick. Yeah. And uh, there's so many... I think many families now are, are really getting the message. Uh, when this problem came up with the virus and all of those things and the uh, we, we were going through tribulation and people were getting sick and people reported dying from the virus that was widespread. It's, that has let up an awful lot. And now, though, we have a different kind of an tribulation, which to me means what you said, Ray. Uh, things are difficult, and, and it's more than ever. And the Bible has prophesied it, that it would come this way. And Jesus himself said it, that, that we would go through much tribulation. But I like also what he said, and you quoted his words, have no fear, I have overcome the world. That's what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. So with all that's going on, we, we have a living hope. We have the realization that although we have an enemy, which is the world, the flesh, and the devil, we have a God who is greater than all of that. And we can't escape it. We know the world has tribulation. We know we have a spiritual enemy. We know that Satan is a real person, and he has lots of authority here in this sinful world. And we know we open up problems in the world because we have a sinful nature and we make wrong direction, uh, wrong decisions. And so problems come our way. And I, I think that's a great factor right now in showing us that the world will be going through great tribulation. So the question is, if there's no question about tribulation coming our way, the question is, how do we deal with it? Now, let's, let's take it for our own 
life here. I, I go to church every week. You go to church every week. Uh, we study the Bible. We're Bible students. We share the Bible. I, I preach a couple of times a week. And so what keeps us going over the tribulation is what? Getting to know the Bible? Well, Jesus did say, to come back, just go back just a little bit, Jesus yeah. did say in the Bible also yeah. that when the end times comes, good will be evil and evil would, will be good. Yeah. And it seems to me, Pastor, that this is taking place today. No question. I mean, it seems like when we were younger and stuff like that, that what we called evil... It seems to be being called good today, and what we call good seems to be calling evil yeah, today. That's, that's it, right. It, it, it's wrong, but I think mm -hmm. we cannot forget mm. that God is in charge. We have a righteous God's in charge, and he's going to take care of us. That's right. If we go through some tribulations at the end of it, when indeed the end comes, we're going to be taken care of. And that's what Jesus was saying when he said, Fear not, I have overcome the world. That's right. That's a good way to uh, put it. We can't escape it coming this way. I would like to put a notation in here, Ray, that we're not talking about uh, politics. Uh, we're not even talking about religion. Per mm -hmm. se, yeah, we're talking about. Well, we do talk about. We do quote the Bible here and there, but but that's not the point of what we're saying. If we can say that we believe that we're in a time of tribulation, and if we can say that the Bible says that we will go through tribulation, that's a promise. Then we know what we're dealing with. Now, if we don't want that. If we want to deny that, uh, that's another thing. But some people must be hearing us right now. For an example, from my point of view, uh, let's think of moral values for a minute. Uh, because you made a, a very interesting statement, which comes out of the Bible as well. Uh, it's in the Old Testament, isn't it? There, there would come a time when Evil would be called good, and good would be called evil. Mm -hmm. Well, I can relate that, in my opinion, that as we look at what our public schools teaching our children, many of them, and our school teachers have to encourage our children to uh, view certain immoral things and call it good at the same time. So if you bring uh, a classroom of children to um, visit a place where there is a drag queen uh, performing, that's an evil thing. It used to be called evil. Now the argument is that's not evil. That's a good thing with teaching the children that these are things that they have to cope with. It goes deeper than that because they also talk about sexual activity for young children. Uh, they can practice sex even at a very young age, and it's okay. And not only that, it doesn't matter what sex you are. And if you prefer to be a girl, you can be a girl. If you want to be a boy, you can call yourself a boy. And 
Maybe your parents will dress you accordingly. And then I hear things about surgery to change the sex of a young person. Now, to me, it's not that we have to talk about that one subject alone. There's many things that we could talk about. But that's a definite, very clear message that the Bible has for us. There'll come a time when evil things are called good. And those things that I just described with the children, there are people that call it good that our children can be taught these things about sex and all this experimentation and that homosexuality and lesbianism is all very natural and good and what it used to be is wrong. So to me, that's a clear message. I don't know how anyone can deny that, but that's telling me the world is now teaching things, and our children are teaching us things, that evil is no longer evil in many places. It's good. So to teach all that permissiveness to young children and call it good, in my opinion, is evil, and according to the Bible as well. Am I doing all right with that, Ray? Yes, uh, but I would like to just, we have to make sure here, and it's controversial, but this word tribulation, we're not talking about the tribulation period. We as Christians are going to have problems. Uh, we're going to have trouble. Just because we become Christians does not take away our problems, does not take away the tribulations and stuff. But the, we don't want to get mixed up with the tribulation period because I do believe, like I say, it's controversial, Pastor. That's that right. The tribulation period, we won't be here for the tribulation period. That's so right. We want to make a distinction between what we're talking about. That's a good distinction. It is true. Uh, whether there would be a tribulation period as the Bible prophesies, we still have tribulation anyway. We Absolutely. Could be, yeah, we could be living at good times. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if you study history, just a little example of what I'm talking about, how we can be fooling ourselves. Uh, when the year 1900 came around, the world began to believe a message from the majority that we'll never have wars anymore, we're going to have peace in our country, everything is going to be wonderful. The next thing we know, World War I broke out. And the point is that we can't fool ourselves to think that we will have peace in the world. When Jesus said you're going to have tribulation, he meant what he said, and we can't avoid it, but the from what you said, that's very good. The fact that Jesus said the whole world will go through a, a period of tribulation like the world has never seen before, that's another subject in a way. That's right. Whether things, things are pretty good or not, you and I as people on this earth, we, we have trials. We, we have tribulation. Absolutely. So that there is a little bit of a difference there, and I'm glad you clarified it. <clears throat> Well, so, the whole thing of it is that the Bible does not tell us because we become a Christian that we're going to live in a bed of roses. 
That's right. It, it, in fact, it says quite the opposite. That's right. That if you become a Christian and you let it known that you're a Christian, you will be scorned. Well, that's one thing. That's a tribulation. That's a persecution. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that fits with the word tribulation. Yeah. So if you want to be a Christian um, and you become a new Christian, sometimes your old friends and perhaps family will start making fun out of you or picking on you. You become a Bible freak now. What happens yep. to you? Yeah, you know? that's true. That's uh, what happens. That's, that's right. So that's not, you know, Jesus said, pick up your cross and follow me. That's right. And that's what Christianity is. That's you're going right. to have to, if you're going to become a Christian, you better get used to taking a beating. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Uh, yeah, the Bible says, makes it clear. You, if you follow Jesus, I can't remember the words exactly what Jesus said, but he said that as we, as he suffered persecution in so many words, these are not his exact words, they're mm -hmm. mine. But he said, we will too. Yeah. Because we are followers of Jesus, and we could be scorned, persecuted, uh, even hated, or made fun of. Yeah, and uh, he said, when you, when you get persecuted, always remember that I was the one persecuted first. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> so that's something we need to realize. It's not true every place. I mean... There are many people who would respect you highly if you call yourself a Christian. And, oh, sure. And they would be very nice to you. But there is that percentage of people that uh, will call you some kind of a religious freak. Oh, sure. Uh, so those are things that some Christians in our society where we are living right now uh, would not make a big deal out of someone who calls themselves a Christian. But at other times and in other places, there is much tribulation. You know, Ray, I don't know if you heard it, but there's a word out I heard recently or read recently. could have been on a computer or could have been a, a comment that somebody made when they were speaking saying that our country is far away from believing the Bible and God right now. But as far as tribulation goes, there are other countries right now that are suffering greatly with tribulation where we are not quite that bad yet. Yep, yep, um, that's true. You that's, know, there's something that uh, Franklin Graham has got a little advertisement on television, and I really stood, my ears perked up when he said this. He said, you know, the Bible is indeed the best-selling book in the world. And he said, do I understand it all? He said, no, but I know it's righteous. Mm -hmm. I know it's the truth. Right. I thought that was really... That's a striking word. That's a striking word that the Bible is the truth even though we don't understand it all. That's right. And, and he's right. a biblical scholar. That's right. And he don't understand it all. Well, what chance have I got to understand it all? Right. There's always questions. But we know... Who's in charge? That's right. They can call Satan the prince of this world. They yeah. can call him anything that they want. Yeah. But God is the one that's in charge. And I know that the, the things we do understand right now as Christians, you and I, we know and understand this, that Jesus loved the sins of the world, but he came into the world to die for the sins of the world. 
give his life for us that we might be saved. And many people have done that even though they don't understand everything about the Bible. Oh, sure. So it doesn't have to be complicated for somebody to know God's forgiveness and know God's love. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know it from John three sixteen. That's the whole gospel in a nutshell. God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have everlasting life. Now, let me say right now for a moment that I'd like to remind everybody and anybody who's listening to us who may have just joined us, uh, first of all, I would say thank you for listening. Thank you. I know many of you are listening on a regular t- basis, and we appreciate that. And we would like to hear from you very soon. And if you have any questions or ideas and comments about what we are discussing right now, we would like to hear from you. We're not asking you to to agree with us. We're not saying that. You don't have to agree with us, but we would like to hear from you. Maybe you have another point of view that maybe we could agree with some of it, but if you have another point of view, that's fine. Um, you may be against the Bible. There are many people who don't believe in the Bible anymore, and uh, but we do. This This ministry is a Bible-believing ministry, and we like to share the things that the Bible teaches us and the things that Jesus teaches us as as we live here on this planet Earth before the world comes to an end, if that's what will happen. And uh, whenever we have to go through tribulation, we need to remember that God's with us. He's on, he's on our side. And as long as we can call Jesus our Savior, we're free from judgment that we might be frightened to even think about. So I, I think that is our experience uh, right now. I know we've made a commitment to God. I know you made a commitment to God, but it's not important what we have done. But it's just a point that there are many Christians who have dedicated their lives to Jesus Christ. And many are serving God in various different ways. There are Christians in different places in the world sharing the gospel. Uh, We have a personal acquaintance with missionaries. Uh, We know their heartfelt message that they like to share with people even in other countries. Um, But this country needs it more than ever. Um, But the point is, there are many. There are millions of true believers in the Bible and in Jesus Christ who want to share the message, especially at this time of possible greater tribulation coming our way. I think you would agree with that, Ray. I think that uh, the greatest missionary well, place that we could indeed bring Jesus to mm-hmm. today is us United States citizens. That's uh, right. Go right to the United States. That's right. Be a missionary right here in the United States. That's We've right. got a lot of problems, Pastor. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. I mean, we kidding. got people sleeping in the streets. We got people that go into the bathroom in the streets. We got people that it's on drugs. We got if if there's a country in this world 
that needs help. That needs help. It's, it's right here in the United States. Oh, for and sure. please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't send missionaries to other countries. Right. But I'm saying there's a great big missionary place right here in the United States. I think you hit it right on the head. That's exactly what it's like. Right now, uh, the drug addiction is greater than ever. Crime has increased at a, at a great percentage. Um, domestic uh, arrests and violence in homes and murders. And, you know, I hate to even mention those words, but that's very, very much increased yeah. in our country right now. Yeah. And uh, I think it's because something happened where a message got out that, you know, we're a freak. We can do whatever you want to do. You don't have to call sin, sin, and immorality, immoral. Just do what you feel good about. Well, that's the trouble. That uh, is the trouble. That is the message that's kind of being spread in the United States. If right. it feels good, do it. That's right. That's exactly what it comes down to. Yeah, uh, and that's, yeah. that's and you, not right. right because we yeah. do, as a society, we need laws, and we need things to keep us in line. If not, this is what happens. We need boundary lines. There's boundary lines that we need. And that's what the Ten Commandments uh, are for. Absolutely. God gave us the Ten Commandments as boundary lines, not that anybody could keep the Ten Commandments uh, perfectly at all. That's not the point. The point is it's a boundary line. And it says you don't cross that line because you're going to hurt yourself or someone else. Mm -hmm. That just... Like the Ten Commandments or the old law, that was put into being by God. That's right. To tell us that we were sinners. We didn't, before the law, we didn't know that we were even sinners. Mm -hmm. And that's what's happening in the United States because the laws have begun so lax that now we're thinking that sin is okay. It's okay. No boundary lines. There's no boundary lines. Whatever feels good, do it. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. But if you indeed, yeah. let's say that you go out and rob a store and you go to jail for yeah. it. Well, now you're not going to be too quick to go rob another store after yeah. you've done 10 or 15 <laughs> years in jail. That's right. You, you realize that you was a sinner and yeah. you did wrong. That's right. You crossed the boundary line. Well, if you rob a yeah. store today, it seems like, and these people are going into stores and just loading mm. up grocery bags and garbage mm. bags and everything and walking out, and they're not even yeah. prosecuted. Well, they don't. They think this yeah. is okay. Yeah, that's right. And this is what's happening. Everything is just been turned loose, and uh, that's kind of frightening in a way as well. But that's why many people, um, no matter what they believe, they're concerned that the country is going down the tubes. Um, But there may be people listening to us right now, Ray, before we close, um, to, to understand that we understand that there are many people who even could be hearing us right now. Um who don't like what we're talking about because they don't believe it. And so we're not pressing you to believe the Bible. We're not pressing you about these things going on in the world that we share as immoral. I know you don't have to believe any of those things. You really are free to believe what you want to believe. And we're not here to put anybody in in pressure about this. We're just stressing the facts of what we understand from what we've learned. And much of what we have shared today is a principle that comes from the Word of God itself. 
What I'd like to do, Ray, is remind everybody listening before we go that we'd like to hear from them, first of all. Send us a message right here on Spotify. But we'd like to tell you that we meet regularly for Bible studies here in the community. We're in Burlington, Massachusetts right now. We meet in different places for Bible study and for prayer. Uh, This month in particular, right now as you hear us, we are sharing this um, message on Spotify, and you may hear it who knows when. So, But this month and every month, we have a senior luncheon and fellowship time on the third Thursday of every month. We meet together at Mount Hope. It's a church in Burlington. We're not trying to persuade anybody to go to Mount Hope Church. You go to any church you'd like to go to. But we do have a meeting there for senior citizens. We talk about things going on. We pray for one another. We have a little food for refreshment. And we just build up one another to feel better about life and and the fact that we need to be praying for one another. So if you'd like to come, just remember us at 1030 on Thursday morning next week from now and 1030 in the morning every Thursday of the month unless something unusual happens. Every Thursday at 1030, come and meet us at Mount Hope Church. It's on Lexington Street in Burlington. If you'd like to know more about these these things, join us for a Bible study. We'd love to meet with you. If you'd like to meet with us personally, have a cup of coffee and a a donut, uh, and uh, we'll talk with you if you have any questions. We'd, We'd like to do that if we could be of any help to you. And you don't have to... Um, believe everything we're telling you. You're free. We're not putting anybody under pressure about anything. It's all a matter of what you would like to share. We're not here to fight. We're not here to argue. We're here to love people in the best way we know how. So we wanted to tell you the truth because God said that. Jesus said it. Truth is the love of God. Speak in truth Live according to the truth of the Word of God, and Jesus is called truth, the Word of truth. So that's pretty much my message today. Ray, do you have a a closing word? You're welcome to share anything, but I I think a, a brief prayer of how someone can find forgiveness right now according to what the Bible has to say, that would be a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. If you're up to that right now. Why don't you say it, Pastor? Okay. Because I'm not at my mic. Oh, sure, sure. I'd like to pray that prayer in Ray's place. Father, we both pray, and all of us listening pray right now, and thank you for your love. You sent your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, into the world to bear our sin. He carried my sin and the sin of the whole world upon himself. So as we think of this season of the year as we're speaking, we think of Lenten, uh, yeah, we think of uh, Good Friday, and we think of Resurrection Sunday. These are holidays that we are, many people, are indulged in right now, and we love it. 
I'd love to talk about the cross and everything that Jesus has done for us. But as you've been listening, you just came by, you may have many questions. You're not sure about everything that we have been saying about the Bible and about Jesus Christ. I would like to close, though, by telling you this. You can know right now God's forgiveness. You can receive God's love right now. All you have to do is open up your heart to God, be honest with him, speak to him. It's it's a prayer word. That's what it is. So you could talk to God directly right now. I call that prayer. It could be a very silent prayer in your heart. Or if you're able to, you could pray out loud. So let me give you an example of a prayer that could change your life. Certainly changed my life years ago. Here it is. Pray with me. You could do it right now. Dear God, thank you for your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. I know now he died for all of my sin on a cross. And you are willing to forgive anyone who comes to you, believes in you, and receives you. So, dear Lord, I receive the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior who paid for all my sin. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Forgive me for all my sin. I want to be a new Christian and follow you wherever you lead. I thank you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, friends, for listening today. Loved it. We'll be back again. I hope you'll please be in touch. You can send a message to us on Spotify. Love to hear from you. We'll get back to you in any way that we, you would like us to. Have a great day, a great week. In case you don't hear us again for a while, have a great Good Friday, a great Easter, and a great season. Goodbye until the next time.